The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, it's Vlad Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. Been a while. Well, for one thing, it's been too long. And, um, yeah, it was too long. You know, not a whole lot going on. I mean, well, of course, there's pit hoops, and we'll get into that. Getting some minor things of pit football as well. I mean, first, we'll start with hoops. You know, it's been one of these, been a crazy season, and what's odd is they're still in the bubble, which is the weirdest freaking thing. But I mean, they've had a uh, pretty tough schedule. I mean, out of conference, they did, you know, they did very well. I mean, they had, you know, wasn't easy schedule, wasn't hard, but it was just enough. You know, they got that going for them. And of course, uh, They've had some decent wins in uh, in conference, although they've pissed some games away that they could that they could have won, and they would be in better position. I mean, I was getting ready to do a hot take on their uh, Dorvin, Virginia Tech after that first half. I was ready to do a hot take where you don't want to play Pitt in March right now, and they pissed away the second half. But they recovered and beat a ranked Florida State team. And, you know, they, um, and of course, you know, they had the two Louis- the Louisville game, which was a mess. And all in all, this team's had ups and downs. And, um, you know, they're still winning games. I mean, of course. They're probably going to end up in some invitational tournament in the end, but you never know. I mean, if they can, if they can somehow finish strong and do well in the tournament, because they're going to need, they're going to need, they're going to they're need to go deep in the ACC tournament. You know, plus you know, anything's possible. Plus, they get Ryan Luther back, which which helps even more because they've been doing all this without Ryan Luther. And you know it's you know Stallings. I'm you know I'm not too optimistic about him, but there's there's some good and there's some bad with him. I mean, you can see a lot of the good, and of course a lot of the bad. But after this year, I mean, it's going to be different. I mean, he's got seven. He's got a recruiting class of six players coming in, so pretty much. Next year, for the most part, it's gonna be stall. It's gonna be a Stallings team, and class. It's, the class itself, it's hovering in the top thirty-five, the top forty range, depending on the recruiting sites. And it's not really that bad of a class. They missed out some targets, you know, because they were shooting for some the heavy hitters, and they didn't get them. But all in all, they still they still landed some decent recruits. And there's going to be plenty of playing time to go around because, well, 
they're going to be very young. But, uh, you know, Stallings is really honest, and yeah, he tends to throw, it looks like he throws, throws his players under the bus like Todd Graham used to at Pitt. So, you know, yeah, it's being honest. He is being honest about some things, and At least, you know, he says he tells his players these things before he goes in these post-game thing, post-game tirades or whatever. And I mean, it's nice he gives him a heads up before he throws him under the bus. You know, that's very charitable of him. But that's, you know... You know, he came from the South, and that's kind of how the South is. They'll, they'll, they'll be nice to you before they screw you. At least me living in Texas in the you know, in the South, that's what I've learned. You know, management will be very nice to you until they, you know, really jack you off. But, you know, people have been talking about the attendance and stuff like that, but it's been lacking. But you got to realize, you know, Jamie leaving... You know, he's the all-time winning coach, and a lot of people, you know, love Jamie. I mean, it happens. The guy was here for so long, and, you know, for some, some especially the younger, you know, the, these fans that just graduated college up hit, he was there when they were there. So, I mean, I can't really get too mad at him for having some loyalty to Jamie. And, of course, the hire, but it's just the hire was underwhelming. And you're seeing it right now. I mean, of course, people just aren't crazy about it. They're not crazy about pit basketball. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I've had its ups and downs. I mean, there's some games like this should have won. Notre Dame, Clemson, Tech. Game, those are just, and of course, NC State. You know, Maverick Rowan. He um, transferred out. Try to get himself, you know, more out there, more noticed. Goes to NC State, ends up ends up NC State. You know, for all that trouble he went through, he could just stay at Pitt. He'd be in the same position. But instead, he goes, he does all that, just end up NC State, which is nothing to really to talk, brag about. I mean, if you're gonna go get, I mean, in hoops, if you're gonna go get noticed. You're at least going to get considered by Kentucky, Duke, Louisville possibly. And he ends up at NC State. Congratulations. But enough of that. Next item. Pitt has a coach. Pitt hoops. I mean, not hoops. Pitt football. Coaching change on a D-line, which was a shock to me. You know, you know t- Coach Tom Sims, which is a who, who's also a Pitt guy, played at Pitt in the late '80s. It was part of that really, but part of that good defense with Keith Hamilton. He gets um, he gets let go, and judging by you know, some of the things on Twitter, you know his his daughters are on Twitter. The um, The, the 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 split wasn't too wasn't wasn't really on good terms, and you know I've heard that the 
that they, um, supposedly these two weren't getting along. And maybe, and maybe Sims wasn't part of the buddy system that, uh, you know, some staffs have, you know, or, or any organization you work in. There's always a, there's always a buddy system. And so maybe Tom just wasn't in, in, into that. But he, I mean, the, the D-line did really well, and people are going to say it was recruiting, but it, really, it turns out it really wasn't recruiting. It was just, you know, sometimes you don't get along with your boss. That's just how, you know, they'll, they'll replace with someone who will. And, you know, they found a good you know, good hire in Charlie Partridge because he has plenty of Florida ties, and that's what they need right now because in-state, it's not looking good. You can tell recruiting wise towards in the towards in the year they just gave up <laughs> recruiting locally. Practice there was nobody left to recruit. Whoever targets they had, they just they fanned on. So they recruit a lot of Florida players. And it, you know, and, and of course, you know, an article came out about that, about supposedly Pitt was turning her back on Florida. I mean on not Florida on the on you know on the Whippeal. It's a bunch of crap. They want to turn their back on the Whippeal. They had to go elsewhere because the, because the players they wanted to recruit from Whippeal didn't want to go there. So, man, this person almost ran this person over. I just watched it. I don't think they saw the guy crossing. He had the right away. And he almost got ran over. Because this person was in a hurry to get into the parking lot to, to um, looks like to get some food. Because they're that hungry. But, not getting off topic, but like I said, it's hard for uh, Pitt to recruit somewhere when they bend over backwards for the local kids and they don't want to come to Pitt. So they have to go elsewhere to get, play, to get, to get their players. So I don't mind if they go to Florida. Go to Florida. Heck, camp out there. In fact, they did put some camp. You know, they did have some football camps out there. But hey, put some more out there. You know, get a billboard. This is Merry Christmas from the University of Pittsburgh, like uh, Greg Schiano used to do at Rutgers. He had he used to have billboards, Rutgers billboards in Florida. Hell, do that. Put them in Texas. Put them all over the place. You know, for all I care. You know. So, hey, come to Pitt. And what's odd is, is how much these kids from Florida and these other states love Pitt's facilities. They love that they share facilities with the Steelers. Whereas the other, whereas, you know, certain groups recruits, local, eh, they don't care. Ugh, whatever. Ugh. I hate these facilities. Ugh. I want to go to state college. Uh, hundred something k. Uh, because here's the thing: nine times out of ten, you're gonna be part of the hundred something k that's gonna be sitting or watching the game. You're not gonna be playing or be watching. So enjoy that. But yeah, you know, Charlie did pretty well with Dave Wanstead, and so it's great to have him back. I personally wanted Dave Wanstead to come back to coach the D-line, but 
that dream is was quickly killed by Twitter followers saying there's no way in hell he'd take a lesser job given given how he was ousted the last time. True. But the now of course the last topic we got it's kind of pit related. Darrell Revis you know he's in, he got into a little scrum on the south side. And you know, I started. I turned twenty-one in two thousand, and you know, Southside was one of my favorite staples. I used to go drink there a lot on the weekends, but I think I would say by mid two thousands up until I left Pittsburgh, even when I came back. I really went to the Southside. It just it kind of got ridiculous towards the end. You know. Fights were very rare in the South Side when I first started going there, and that was early 2000s, and it just got worse as time went on. You know, they, they just... Fights would happen in bars. You'd go out there. You'd walk out in public. There's a fight. And, of course, some you know, some people started fights with us for no reason whatsoever. And... You know, one bar I remember I used to go to a lot. It was always packed on wing night. Funny story. It was all Duquesne kids, mostly, that, that were packing this bar. And naturally a, naturally, a brawl broke out. And so, of course, when they went to card these um, kids, they were 21. And they were just walking these bars and getting served on the south side. So... One night, it was wing night, the bar was packed, and a cop walked in and told the bartender, and he said, hey, I'm going to come back here about 20 minutes and start carting people, so you better make sure everybody has their IDs. So, word went around, and that bar, in not even 10 minutes, was empty, it was gone. It was awesome. For me, it was awesome because it was quiet. I, I had my... It was... You know... We had our quiet bar back because it used to be quiet on wing nights. It was always the old heads. Because it was always the old heads. Like ourselves just getting off of work. But as far as Revis goes, that's just what happened on the south side. And in short, from what I've been told, he wasn't the one doing the punching like Chris Carter he had a fall guy and if you read the articles you can tell that um, yeah something's not straight but look for look for Revis to get off and if or if not he's gonna sell out of court how to pit bye say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill